Hello and welcome back to Stop and Go F1 for this, the Austrian Grand Preview video. Here we are on a Thursday, as it is a sprint race weekend. So if I was to do this this time tomorrow, we would have already missed qualifying. The madness. Now, this one is going to be a little bit different from your normal Grand Preview videos due to the fact that it is a Thursday. We've got no upgrade corner because the document that lists all the upgrades isn't out yet. There's no special helmet street, because if a driver has got a special helmet, they haven't revealed it yet. So, you know, there's two of our world-famous segments that everybody loves out the window straight away. But we still will have all the big news headlines from the week. We'll still have our predictions towards the end of the video. And we still will have DRS, our newest segment, which will be coming up very shortly. Um, we will get to the news, as I said. The biggest news story of the week, of course, is the Ryan Reynolds, Rob McElhenney, Alpine investment. I've done a whole video on that by itself earlier this week. That came out on Monday. So if you want to hear my thoughts and opinions on that, there's a separate video out on the channel at the minute. You can go watch that one after you've watched this one of course but let's get into drs before that you have to subscribe that's the rules now for those of you who don't know what drs is drs stands for driver runway show and that is because i noticed on a thursday when the drivers arrived at the track uh, a lot of them are now big into fashion they love their fashion so i thought as a fashionista myself as a man wearing a t-shirt with an ice cream on it that i should have my thoughts on their fashion as well um the rules of DRS are, if you arrive at the track wearing team wear, you are disqualified and do not enter the driver runway show. Anything else, it gets you eligible for the driver runway show, and I give my opinion on the clothes you are wearing. If you are lucky enough to avoid the photographers, you'll be lucky enough to avoid my fashionista eye. But, you know, he didn't avoid the photographers. Esteban Ocon, who's first up on the driver runway show. Now... He's had a haircut. His hair's a little bit shorter. He's got some lovely spectacles on there. The issue here is we can't see all of what he's wearing because we can literally only see his shoulders. But I think he's worn this blue jacket before. This is becoming a bit of a staple for one Mr. Ocon. He loves his little blue jacket with a white t-shirt. And you know what? I love it too. Great look from Esteban Ocon. Moving on though. Uh, I need to click on the screen, and then we can move on. This is Lewis Hamilton. What's he wearing today? Well, it's a vest and some trousers, but they're both yellow, like the Coldplay song, Yellow. He's like a cool banana. That's what I'm going to say. Looks great. I like the necklace stuff as well. Lovely look all along. Looking at it close now, it looks like it's uh, knitted, which might be a bit warm for him, but I guess... You know, his arms are on show, maybe he's cooled off. Who knows? And from a cool banana to Oscar Piastri, who looks like, you know, he's been dressed by his mum because he's got a, one of those school trips out where you stay away at the weekend on the outdoors. You know, he's got his backpack on, he's got a T-shirt and a jumper. Nice watch. I don't know anything about watches, but he's got a nice watch. Uh, this is his, This might be his dad behind him with his, his PE kit that he's forgotten. I know it's not his dad. Um, he's got a back roller, though. Yeah, not a great look from Piastri. Sorry, Oscar. We move on, though. Uh, this is Yuki Tsunoda, and his fashion is working great here because these two girls have seen him and gone, yes, we need to have a photo with Yuki Tsunoda. And why wouldn't you? Because look at him. He looks wonderful here in his lovely purple top and necklace. And he's even nearly smiling. Wonderful job, Yuki. Uh, now, this is Joe. 
Now, Joe is the height of fashion at all times, and he's got this lovely, like, white... Is it white denim? Uh, or white leather, maybe? Maybe white denim jacket, and he's designed it himself. It's got a big Z on it there, and a tiger, made by Zhou Guan Yu, Magical 24. Wonderful stuff. Uh, real great fashion there. I think Zhou wins uh, DRS this weekend, because that is really, really quite something. What a wonderful jacket, Zhou. There you go, that's the end of DRS. We got through it, everyone. We got through DRS for another week. Congratulations. Let's get on to the news. So as I said, um, big news about Alpine covered elsewhere, but the big news about high-tech we have not spoken about yet. Now, high-tech are a Formula 2 and Formula 3 and Formula 4 and British Formula 3 and Asian Formula 3 racing team. But soon, they may also be a Formula 1 team as they have officially submitted an application to enter F1 in 2026. This application comes at the same time as the announcement as the team has sold a 25% interest of high-tech global holdings to Kabash... Uh, Kaz... What the hell? I don't know what that says. To a businessman called Vladimir Kim. I don't know who he is. But yeah, high-tech on the F1 grid in 2026... I think that would be wonderful. I'm always open to more teams joining the uh, grid all the time, and high tech would be a great one. It'd be good to see a proper direct line from British Formula 4, or just Formula 4 in general, all the way to Formula 1. One team going all the way through. We haven't seen that in years. So to see that would be great. And, you know, you want to have more young drivers. There are lots of people just like, oh, we need young drivers on the grid. This would get more young drivers on the grid because you have a direct route, you know, Formula 4, Formula 3, Formula 2, Formula 1. I think this would be great, and I hope it happens. Moving on, though, to a team that's been on the grid for a long time is the Williams team, who will be celebrating 800 Grand Prix. Now, I tried to look up what their 800th Grand Prix was, and some websites were saying it was last year, some websites are saying it's this year, some websites, some websites are saying it hasn't happened yet. So I have no idea when their 800th Grand Prix is, but they're going to run a one-off livery for it at Silverstone. So I guess they're saying that Silverstone is their 800th Grand Prix. Now, personally, I hope it is the 92 Williams livery, because it's a beauty, uh, but the livery apparently will pay homage to the team's heritage and its founder, the late Sir Frank Williams, which of course it will. I'm sure it will look great, but I would like it if it was just a classic Williams livery. But you know, it's probably going to have his face on the side, or him just like holding on. Uh, that'd be great. Right, moving on to another team Alpha Tauri. We know Alpha Tauri as the name Alpha Tauri, but next year we will no longer know the team Alpha Tauri by the name Alpha Tauri, as they will lose the name Alpha Tauri. Helmet Marker has announced this this week. He says the choice is clear. Following Red Bull Racing uh, as the regulations allow, designing your own is not the way. There will be new sponsors and a new name. Don't know what that first bit means, but the second bit is more important. The Alpha Tauri fashion brand thing that they're going on, I guess it's not working that well because they're going to drop it. Uh, it hasn't been revealed what it's be called. Maybe it'll go back to Toro Rosso, although I doubt it will go back to Toro Rosso. Probably be something completely brand new, probably sold to the highest bidder. So get ready for Elon Musk Grand Prix or whatever. Um, just a little interesting thing, I guess is that uh, this year on the grid we have two teams starting with Alpha, Alpha Tauri and Alpha Romeo, and next year neither of them will be on the grid. So we go from two Alphas to none. 
Unless, of course, Alfa Romeo wants a Haas, and they become Alfa Romeo Haas, which is looking like they will. So we go from two Alphas to one, but the one Alpha is not the same Alpha as it was last year. Isn't it strange how, how the world works? Anyway, the final piece of news is that Sergio Perez was not at the Red Bull ring today for the media day. He became unwell overnight and is taking the day to rest ahead of the weekend. So, uh, yeah, our thoughts out to Sergio Perez. Hope he feels better. But, of course, if he does not feel better, Red Bull will have to go to their reserve driver, who is Daniel Ricciardo. Is, uh, is Liam Lawson also a reserve driver? I'm going to have to Google it, but I think um, the number one reserve driver is Ricardo. So, if Sergio cannot recover, then Daniel will be getting the call. I'm trying to do a Google in the background, but it's gone awfully wrong. I'm all over the place. Don't worry, I've got to the Wikipedia page, everybody. My goodness. So, yeah, um, yeah, Daniel Ricardo is the reserve driver, but they also have Liam Lawson, Dennis Hauger, and Zay Maloney. Now, Zay Maloney, Zay Maloney and Dennis Hauger are there already for the Formula 2. Liam Lawson, I imagine, is not there. Uh, Dan Ricardo, I don't know. I haven't seen any photos of him, so I don't know if he's there or not. But, I mean, if the chance came for him to drive the car, the most what's looking to be one of the most dominant cars in Formula 1 history, I'm sure he'd give it a good old go. So, we'll have to wait and see. I mean, you know, with the whole thing with the sprint weekend, it now means that you can't miss the Friday. I mean, if Sergio was feeling ill on any other weekend, he could probably miss the Friday. He'd miss two practice sessions, which is obviously a big, big deal, but not a huge deal. You could recover on the practice session on the Saturday going to qualifying. If you miss the Friday on a sprint weekend, you've missed your qualifying for Sunday. So it's a big deal if Sergio can't make it to uh, the race tomorrow, but I'm sure he will. I think this will be blown over soon enough. So that is the end of the news for the Grand Preview video today. We now go to our predictions. And as I'm sat here right now, I only have one, and I need to think of a second one. Uh, but here's prediction number one. This will be the most dominant Max Verstappen has ever been at any Grand Prix weekend ever. I predict him to top qualifying, top the sprint shootout, top the sprint, top the race and get the fastest lap. Those are the parameters. I was going to say lead every lap, but you know, that can, that can maybe not happen. He's led a few in, in a row at the minute. But yeah, uh, qualifying, sprint shootout, sprint, race. He's going to win all of them because at the minute there's no stopping him. And Austria is a track he is especially good at. Although last year he didn't win the race because it went to Leclerc. But normally he's very good here. So Max Verstappen's most dominant weekend ever incoming. Uh, second, uh, my second prediction is I'm going to say points for Hulkenberg. I'm getting very precise here. I'm not, I'm not my pen. I normally say points for a certain team. I'm going points for Hulkenberg because the Haas is normally very good around Austria. If you look at their record, in terms of points scored, Austria is actually Haas's best track on the calendar. They always do well here. Mix in with that. It is predicted to rain. I'm going to just check that is still predicted. But I think it is predicted to rain um, all weekend, basically. We know Hulkenberg is good in the rain. Here we go. So Friday, 63% chance of race. rain. Not race. Rain. Saturday, 74% chance of rain. Sunday, 58% chance of rain. So rain, I'd say definitely on the Saturday. Sunday, a bit hit or miss. And probably on the Friday. Um, Hulkenberg is good in the, in the wet. The Haas is good at Austria. 
It's a good weekend to be Nico Hulkenberg. This weekend is my prediction. So there you go. Good weekend incoming for Verstappen and Hulkenberg. Uh, that's all we got time for, really. It feels like I haven't said much, but, you know, it's 12 minutes of content there for you. And, you know, you can't complain too much, can you? Um, of course... Uh, we'll be back tomorrow for qualifying reaction. Saturday we'll be here for sprint shootout and sprint race reaction. Then Sunday we'll be here for the F1, the F2 and the F3. Monday we'll be back for driver ratings. Um, we might get a upgrade corner and special helmet street in at some point. Maybe tomorrow, maybe not. I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. But that's all we've got time for at the minute. I'll be back with you tomorrow. I can barely wait. You hang up first. No, you hang up first. <laughs>